Discover the leader in you with the leadership linebacker, Dr. Jason Carthen, former New England Patriot turned PhD. I bring a new brand of inspiration and passion to audiences worldwide. Having served and consulted with Fortune 500 companies, the National Football League Players Association, and the White House, each week I will prescribe empowering, motivational, and life-changing medicine for your soul. Now, it's time to discover the leader in you. Well, hey, welcome everybody to another edition. I'm excited to be with you today, the leadership linebacker, Dr. Jason Carthen, and we're going to be talking about some good stuff today. We always promise to give you what you need to move forward in your business, but then also your personal development is important to us as well. So we're going to be talking about the idea of how marketing creates an effective roadmap for your success. You know, some people in business are suggesting that organizations should actually move away from the traditional business plan and all of its elements, such as researching a competition or fostering a research and development component for developing new products in your niche. Now, I can tell you right now, that doesn't make a whole lot of sense, but people are saying that. And I think across the board, if you mention the possibility of doing away with the marketing aspect of your business, you are venturing down a dark path of obscurity and obsolescence, which really points to a closed system that cannot survive on its own. Now, let's be clear. Marketing creates opportunity and feeds the messaging of your brand or product to those you want it to be in front of. To ignore marketing and its value really invites peril. So on today's show, we have a gentleman that is really making a tremendous impact in the marketing arena. Kirby Hasselman, the author of two books and the president and CEO of Hasselman Marketing and Communications will be joining us in the studio to share his thoughts on how marketing creates an effective roadmap for your success. But before we do that, I just want to remind everyone, we want to hear from you. If you have any questions, we want you to engage us. Give us a call at 1-888-281-1110. One more time, 1-888-281-1110. We'd love to uh, field some questions from you. And then also on Twitter, you can actually tweet your questions to me, at Jason Carthen. I'd love to be able to interact with you. And if you want a copy of the show, it will actually be on uh, my website afterwards, jasoncarthen.com. Or you can actually go to radio at jasoncarthen.com. Definitely uh, connect with me. We'd love to engage with you. And the last piece of business You know, every month I actually provide two engaging seminars and workshops, and we have one that's coming up on the 31st called How to Create the Life That You Want Right Now. If you want to register for that, I'll be right there with you, uh, right, just engaging you and talking about some different things, some different tools that you'll need to be able to move forward and have the life that you want right now. Give us a call. Uh, At the office, we'd love to engage you, or you can always uh, just send me an email to actually register right at jasoncarthen.com. Now, without further ado, let me tell you a little bit about Kirby. Kirby is the CEO of Hasman Marketing and Communications, a full-service marketing company and promotional products distributor. Now, he has been marketing, and he has four full-time internal employees and six salespeople He is making a name for himself in the promotional products industry. He is on the board of Promo Kitchen, a nonprofit agency that is dedicated to education and mentorship in promo. 
has also been named a rising star in the industry by PPB Magazine. Recently, out of 300,000 industry professionals, he was recognized as a top social media media, I can't talk this afternoon, influencer on two different industry lists. Kirby also hosts a weekly web show called Delivering Marketing Joy, where he interviews business leaders from around the country. In addition, he puts out a weekly word, a short video on personal development each week. Kirby has published two books, his first called Think Big Marketing for Small Business and the next called Delivering Marketing Joy. And he is working on his third Kirby is most proud of his titles, father and husband. He is married to Amy and father of Skylar and Jade. Hey, Kirby, how you doing today, brother? I am doing fantastic, Dr. Jason. I really, really, really appreciate you having me on the show. Oh, no problem, man. Hey, I said to myself, we need someone to come on and talk about marketing. And to have you come on, I thought this was a perfect fit. And, you know, if you're going to share some wisdom with us, this is your opportunity. This is your moment. So we're glad to have you on. Thank you so much. I'm a big fan of your work. And so it's an honor to be here. Thank you. Oh, thank you very much. I appreciate that. So, Kirby, before we start diving in and giving the nuggets to our listening audience, tell us a little bit about you, because you've done very well uh, just on a number of levels, not just in the, in the marketing space, but other spaces as well. You have a passion for philanthropy. You're doing things in the community. Tell us uh, why you even want to do that sort of thing. Tell us a little bit yeah. about you. Oh, thank you. You know, I, I, I'm from a small town in Ohio, um, and like a lot of people uh, who grow up in small towns, when I was about 18, I wanted to get out of that small town as much as I wanted to win Wimbledon. Okay. Um, and and I, I got out, and then, you know, I, I went to travel around and realized, you know what? Uh, that's a pretty cool place to raise a family. And so I ended up moving back uh, mm. to our town called Coshocton. And, and ever since I made that decision, gosh, I wanted to, once you, once you realize how much of an opportunity you have to make a big difference in a small town, you get a sense of pride and you get a sense of, gosh, I, I really should be doing more to help out. And so, um, you know, I decided to start a family, start a couple businesses in our community. And, um, you know, in doing that, you get to start to see an impact and it brings me a lot of joy, it brings me a lot of pride to uh, make a difference. So it's, it's exciting. Wow, that is great. And I have to tell you, you know, you mentioned impact like three times and <laughs> I actually wrote it on the paper because, you know, a lot of times people want to go to these huge venues or these huge mm -hmm. markets where they can really get swallowed up and become mm -hmm. insignificant. Sure. But the idea that you were mature enough to really think this thing through and say, hey, I can make an impact in my hometown. I mean, that... Mm -hmm. That says a lot about you, and I'm really glad that you did. That makes a uh, lot of sense. Lot yeah, of sense. It's, a, it's a pretty cool thing. You know, you always want to leave um, whatever you have in your life, you want to leave it a little bit better for the next person. Yes. And uh, certainly that's my focus with our community. Wow, Kirby, that is good. Now, I also have to tell you, I have been to Coshocton three times, and I've spoken <laughs> <laughs> the three times that I've been there, and I really – I enjoyed it. It was a, a huge festival. I mean, it was open air and I was on a stage and it was it was a great, a great opportunity. And then the other two times I actually spoke. Uh, it was a prison. <laughs> they brought me yeah. in to speak to the inmates. And I absolutely love that. And 
and it was just really good. So I can I can really uh, testify to the idea that it's a great town. It's a great little town. Thank you. So, I really appreciate that. Thank yeah, absolutely. So now, Kirby, I want to really sort of uh, help our listening audience here deal with this idea of marketing because many people think, hey, you know, there's some different costs I have associated with my business and there's some expenses. So maybe I should cut out the marketing piece right out the gate so I can kind of limit my costs. How, how would you react to that, <laughs> Kirby? Well, you know, I, one of my favorite quotes, I think it was actually Henry Ford who said it, is a person who cuts out marketing and advertising to save money is like a person who throws away their watch to save time. Oh, um, that's nice. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I, at the end of the day, um, you know, marketing is the way that you tell your organization story. And I always say business, but organization could be a nonprofit too. And at the end of the day, if you tell a compelling story, um, you can have an impact, whether it's through profit with your business, whether it's helping people through a not-for-profit, or, you know, it just allows you to be successful. And uh, no, I, I think I think cutting out marketing in all ways would be a that would be a bad move. Yeah, absolutely. I, I agree. And and quite frankly, I don't mind giving uh, guys like you my money if you're going to help me make more. Right, exactly. <laughs> I always say, that's funny. I always say that, you know, the moment that I, I get a client and I tell them, okay, we're going to spend $500 to do this. And at the end of it, you're going to make 10000 mm-hmm. And if, with smart business people, if you can spend 500 to make 10000 they say, well, what happens if I give you 1000 Right. That's <laughs> right. right. Because because once you understand you don't want to, you know, sometimes cutting out marketing, I always say it's a little bit like stepping over dollars to pick up quarters. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> and it's so, you know, I love the way, I mean, you are really bringing this down in a way that many people can understand it. And I just want to tell everybody again, if you have questions for Kirby, don't miss this opportunity. I mean, he's a president and CEO of Hasselman. So the whole idea of understanding what takes place in a marketing space. You, hey, get your questions in. Give us a call at 1-888-281-1110. Now, Kirby, the idea that at, at in some ways, I've heard you use the term before, and I know you are live on Twitter and other places as well, and we're going to get your information out there in a little bit, but this whole idea of us entering into a give first time in business, can you give us a little bit of backstory of what that means for you and why you believe in it so much? Yeah, absolutely. You know, I, I think that we actually are, are living through a shift in marketing. And what I mean by that is from the beginning of time, since the beginning of, uh, you know, homo sapiens selling things, it's we've lived in a push marketing society where the organization that could push out their message the most, spend the most on it with the most frequency would win. Mm-hmm. We've actually, and, and certainly there's still some um, of that, right? right? But I think we're entering into what is what I'd call pull marketing. Mm-hmm. Um, in other words, you want to pull people in because the consumer has so much more power today than they've ever had. They can turn you off. They can unlike your Facebook page. They can DVR through commercials. And so, you want to create um, value with your marketing so that you pull people in. And you, you did it at the very beginning. You're doing it with this radio show. You do a great job with that. You're oh. providing value to your customers, your listeners, and so then they trust you. Mm-hmm. And so 
the give first piece of that is I think that we've entered a time where if you want to create customers, but more importantly, loyal customers, repeat customers, people who come back to you year after year, time after time, the best way to do that is to give value first. Yes. You provide, and that, that can come in a lot of different ways, um, mm. whether it's um, an interesting interview, a blog post, a web show. It could be through a promotional product. It could be any way where you are not going to a customer the very first time you meet them and asking them for money. Mm-hmm. You're providing them value first and allowing them to understand who you are, what you're all about, and trust you, quite frankly. Right. <laughs> yeah. You know, because yeah. people still buy from people they like, know, and trust. That's right. And, and that's so, one of the. That, go ahead, finish your thought there. No, that's a, I mean, so, so Give First allows you to show them that you are worthy of liking, being liked, being known, and being trusted. Yeah. And that's one of the key components. When I do my sales training, I do uh, what's called a million dollar sales training. And mm. the idea of giving that value first, it creates not only social proof, but it also mm-hmm. lets people know that, hey, this person is not just out for the money, you know. Right. And, you know, I really love how you're sharing this because, and we're going to have to take a break here in a second, but I sure. think that people really have gotten away from this. It's almost like, and Kirby, I want to hear your thoughts, but it's almost like people say, well, if I can get more money up front, then, mm-hmm. then that's what I'll go with. And if I don't provide stellar service oh well and i just right. that's that's not a good thing so I, I really like the way you are really advocating for the pool you know you mm-hmm. want to pull people in give them as much value as possible you know and then right. it won't be difficult when you ask for you know the upsell or, or the next thing that yeah. is is a tag along for your product whatever it may be so all right, so Kirby, we're going to take a quick break, but I just I just really want to say, everybody, stay tuned in. We are talking to Kirby Hassman. He is the president and CEO of Hassman uh, Marketing, and stay with us. We have some more nuggets for you when we come right back. All right. Welcome back, everybody, to Discover the Leader in You. I'm your host, the leadership linebacker, Dr. Jason Carthen, and we are talking to Kirby Hasselman. He has been sharing some nuggets with us uh, relative to marketing. And before we went to break, he was really unpacking this idea of giving first in times of business these days. And it's a totally different thing. Many people uh, have not been really uh, proponents of that. They would rather say, hey, I want to make as much money as I can, and then I'll, I'll provide whatever services I can. Now, one of the things I want to do, I just want to pause here for a second. I just had a, a news update come across the uh, wire here that the uh, Timberwolves coach, uh, Flip Saunders, has passed away. And just want to say, wow, uh, it's so amazing how life is so fleeting. And he was a young man. He was only 60. <laughs> so the idea that you know, he had been battling uh, his illness for a while. Uh, so just wanted to pause here and just uh, make sure we always reflect on how valuable uh, life is and how important it is. So. All right. So briefly there. All right. So, Kirby, the whole idea of give first, uh, has that helped you in, in your marketing framework? 
these days? Yeah. So one of the things that I always tell, you know, my employees, what I tell my customers, I'm pretty transparent about it. I always say, look, I'm trying to create a 10 year, 20 year customer, Mm -hmm. right? I'm not just trying to sell them one time. (laughs) Um, I want, I want to create uh, a relationship and, you know, by doing the give first concept by, by throwing as much value at a client before they're really a client, Mm -hmm. they really um, are able to understand what my organization's all about. And, uh, you know, and quite frankly, you know, and I think you can appreciate this. There are times when in providing all that value up front, they determine that we're not a good fit. And you know what? That's actually okay too. Yes. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, if I want to have a 10 or 20 year relationship with these folks, um, you know, it needs to work both ways. And um, by us providing value up front, it's, it's allowed us to spend less on bad clients. Yes. Does that make sense? It makes a lot of sense. And we need to pause there because many people, and I'm so glad you said it, many people would say there is no bad client. Well, <laughs> I, I'm here to tell you I've had some headaches and I'm not trying to be mean <laughs> But yeah. I'm just keeping it real. You know, there are some people that they call you at the last minute or there are certain things they ask you for. And and it's just it turns into difficulty, you know. Mm-hmm. So, yes, there is such a thing as not having a good client. So, yeah. you know, I, I love the idea that you do all the value up front. And really, it's almost like you're vetting. You're vetting mm-hmm. them and they're vetting you. And you have a better idea that hey, you know what, this is going to work. And then if it does materialize with some ebb and flow uh, into a 10- or 20-year client, uh, that's amazing. That's a good thing uh, in business. I think think sometimes, you know, a bad client, quote-unquote, they might not even be, you know, it's not like they're bad people. Sometimes the values just don't align. Right. You can have super really nice people both at the same table, but if one of them's going east and one of them's going west, doesn't mean either of them are bad or wrong just means they're not in alignment and right. it's going to be a bumpy ride the whole time no matter what and sometimes i think that's a better way of looking at it is saying okay they're a headache client well maybe they just are trying to do something different than i want to do right and uh, you know i think that for me that makes it easier than just saying uh <laughs> they're bad folks and we don't want to do any business with that <laughs> absolutely and i totally agree I, I think at the end of the day i always just err on the side of being optimistic and positive right where people are concerned, but the idea that, you know, maybe it's just not a good fit. I think, uh, I think it's Sandler, uh, one of the Sandler training, they talk about different things relative to sales. And one of the first nuggets that they share right out the gate is that if you have a potential client, you know, you don't want to wait until the end (laughs) to say, well, this may not be a good fit. You want to ask right up front, hey, do you think we're on the same page? If we're not, then, hey, we don't want to waste one another's time. Let's just, let's move forward and agree to uh, move on from it. So, so let me ask you this, Kirby. Now, what with this whole give first thing, what are some specific ways that companies can actually give first in terms of marketing today? Yeah, that's some great. I love it being tactical, right? So, mm-hmm. you know, the, the most easy, and I say easy, I should say simple, right? Okay. There's a mm-hmm. difference between simple and easy. But the simplest way is probably to start with blogging. Figure out who your target audience is, who you want to reach, and then Essentially, every question that you get asked more than once in the sales process mm-hmm. probably becomes a blog post that um, your consumer base probably wants to know about. So you're providing value. 
Um, you might be doing interviews, just like you know, I know you do, and certainly I do. The web show that we do, Delivering Marketing Joy, yes. we're providing value to our client base, and we're not asking anything in return, but it sets you up in a way that you're the expert. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. because you are. That's right. Yeah, <laughs> I was going to say, you are. <laughs> yeah. And, and, you know, other ways of, you know, free reports, maybe, um, you know, different things that, you know, essentially are providing nuggets of value. Other, you know, the other thing is, I would say kind of you think through your phone, the apps on your phone that you use all the time are either um, entertaining, informative, or educational, right? Right. So anything that you're providing to clients, whether it's through social, whether it's through, um, you know, tangible tactile, tactile things, mm-hmm. you know, those are things that are give first. Does that mm, make sense? That makes a lot of sense. And I, and I love how you're tying it back to the technology piece. Now, let me go back even further. You, you yeah. started off with the idea of blogging. Now, mm-hmm. what, what advice would you give for, I don't know, some, someone in our listening audience that may say, well, I don't, I don't know what to write or, mm-hmm. you know, Kirby, yeah. that's too much. Or how am I going to put that into my day? What does that look like for that individual, Kirby? No, it's a great question, and it's and it, honestly, it's it's the challenge that we all have, right? Yes. I mean, it's not like it, it, not anybody is a perfect natural at this, but I, I really do think one of the best ways is just to go. Gosh, anytime I find myself saying the same thing more than once, I always make a mental note. Oh, I should write that down and come back to it because even if it's a paragraph, you know, mm-hmm. it could be really short. But anytime you find your clients asking you the the same question, if you're a pool manufacturer and the same. Mrs. Jones and Mrs. Smith both ask you whether they should do a plastic or a cement. Hmm, that's probably something that everybody or a lot of people who are looking to do a pool want to know about. So I should, that right there is a way to find, you know, contact. Just mm-hmm. think through the customer, or the questions you're asked by your customers. Excellent. That's a good place to start. Excellent. Okay. And I would, that's perfect. I think that I would also tell people, just to sort of steal Kirby's thunder here, I'd say create a FAQ page. You know, yeah. that's always a good thing. Uh, mm-hmm. Something I've done in the past too, Kirby, is a giveaway. You know, something yeah. that's you know minimal cost. Uh, I've even done an open house locally before, mm, where people great. can just come and uh, we'll provide lunch for them and just say, hey, yeah. you know, what are some questions you may have and. And people really recognize, wow, they didn't just try and get me to buy something. They wanted to really help me to grow and develop. Yeah. And an amazing thing happens, Kirby. They'll sign yep. up. They'll sign up for the newsletter. They'll sign up for my Monday Morning Leadership Minute. And here yeah. we go. You know, we're connected now. So Yeah, it's interesting. We just, um, our company just did a customer appreciation of that. Oh, and our customers, we usually get 100, 150 people to come through the door, um, which is a lot in a in a you know, an event in Coshocton, Ohio. Yes. And uh, what they come away with is we bring in suppliers from all over our industry. And I always tell them, gosh, I can't fit all this in the trunk of my car. They get a chance to go around, see, touch, feel, you know, get an idea of all the things, not all the things, but a lot of what we have to offer mm-hmm. in a way when we're not trying to sell them a single thing. Yes. And so they get a chance, they get a service essentially. And mm-hmm. oh, by the way, we do free drinks and food in the whole nine yards, but it's a way that they can kind of come and go, oh, these are the ways that Hoffman Marketing can help me, and I'm not trying to sell them anything. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I think people do really appreciate that. Excellent. Yeah, that is good stuff right there. Well, and I have to tell you, Kirby, I am really uh, 
agreeing with you in terms of your philosophy and how you engage others and just really how you do business. You know, that's cool. a that's a good thing. That's a good yeah, that thing. Is. Yeah, well, we, we should talk more after that. Yeah, absolutely. I think. Hey, I see a marketing campaign. <laughs> Let me stop. So anyway, we're going to take a break here in a minute. But, you know, you are a big, big time guy on social media. You're you're out there a lot. I see your tweets coming out and you respond to my daily quotes and tweets and stuff. And where other people I know are in the bed, I normally wake up at 5 (laughs) a.m. and I'm working out. Man, you're up. You're doing stuff. So some people would say social media doesn't work. Now, do you would you agree with that or would you disagree? And we're going to take a break here in a couple of minutes. Yeah, I'll make it. I'll make it quick. I disagree. <laughs> okay. Well, tell um, us yeah, why. Yeah, absolutely. So, you know, I think the people who um, generally say social media doesn't work generally just aren't doing it right. The analogy I've heard mm-hmm. um, somebody say is just because I can't dunk a basketball doesn't mean the basketball's broken. It mm-hmm. means means yeah. that I'm not good at it. There you go. <laughs> and so yeah. um, I think social done right can be extraordinarily effective. But I think most, you know, most small businesses just go through social and they treat it like push marketing, right? Like we talked about in the beginning. They just, they're on their Facebook page saying, buy from me, buy from me, buy from me, buy from me. Well, in today's day and age, you can shut them off. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> so that's why providing value up front is so important. Because if you are constantly giving your customer base value, when you do finally give what Gary Vaynerchuk Chuck calls a right hook, mm-hmm. they're okay with it. Because they, at this point, you have provided them enough value that they go, yeah, okay, at this point, I probably should buy something. Wow. And you know what I mean? There's yeah. I, reciprocity that comes in. Yeah. And now we're going to pick that back up because I, I have some questions related to that because you said give them that right hook. <laughs> Many yeah. people. Well, OK, we'll pick this up after the break, but I got to come back on that one. Hey, everybody. We are talking to Kirby Hasselman and we are talking about the idea of how marketing creates an effective roadmap for your success. If you have questions for us, call in. 1-888-281-1110 or tweet your questions to Kirby or myself at Jason Carthen and we will engage you. We'll be right back. Welcome back, everybody. Hey, it's the Leadership Linebacker, and we are talking about how marketing creates an effective roadmap for your success. And Kirby Hasselman has been sharing some nuggets with us relative to the idea of not only give first, which actually says you need to give value before you talk about spending any money, and then also just the the value of engaging in social media and just the just the benefits of doing that. And before we went to break, Kirby had shared with us that, and I don't know exactly where the quote came from, but after you've done all the things that you've done, it only makes sense to give them that right hook. Now, Kirby, can you give us a little bit more clarity because I'm in agreement with you, but I think many people would like to know when is the right time. If you've been adding value, giving value, then all of a sudden it's time for an offer. Okay, and you really are doing people a disservice if you never do an offer. Okay, when is that time, and what does it look like, Kirby? That's a great question, and I'll give I'll give credit where credit is due. Uh, Gary Vaynerchuk is an author, and he wrote a book called Jab 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 Right Hook. Mm. And uh, so, 
um, in, you know, the jab being the give, right? Mm-hmm. You give, 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 and then finally you ask, you, you, ask, you, you give that right hook. Mm-hmm. And I think, you know, at the end of the day, it's a hard question to answer because I think it's different for each company and each uh, industry. And mm-hmm. so, but I always say, look, at, at some point, people who have subscribed or liked your page or follow you on Twitter, if you're an organization, if you're a company, they expect at some point <laughs> for you to ask. Right. What they don't want is for you to ask all the time. So as long as you have a good mix where you say, and you know, I don't know, you could start with five to one, 10 to one. So you, you give five times, you give 10 times before you ask a specific, um, with a specific offer. Mm-hmm. But the thing I, the big tip I'd say about that right hook is be transparent. And what I mean by that is I think sometimes people kind of act like it's, it's a jab. They, they act like they're just providing value when it's really, it's an offer. They're trying to sell something. Mm-hmm. I think when you're trying to sell something, when you get to that point, just do that. Mm-hmm. I think, you know, okay. Because I think if you, if you kind of hedge it, it almost feels inauthentic. Right. Right. So, you know, if you, you have provided value through blog posts, even if it's funny pictures, videos, you've done all the jabbing, you've done all the part where you give value. At some point you say, it's time for my seminar. Please sign up. Here's how much it is. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's not like it's, it's not a jab. I am asking right now. It's very straightforward. And, you know, I think people appreciate that because then they either are going to do it or they're not, but they don't feel like you've fainted you you've given them a, a fake right. Does that makes sense yeah it makes a lot of sense and i yeah. and i like that you said you know it, it's tied to authenticity because yeah. even again when i do my workshops or even at my keynotes i share with people hey be very clear people people want to know that they have a say in the decision making process mm-hmm. whether that's a decision to buy or a decision to say ah I'm not really there right now. I, I, I right. don't like what you're selling or I can't even come in at the price point that you're offering, <laughs> you know, whatever, mm-hmm. whatever it may be. But they want clarity and they want to know that they have a say so in it. And that's mm-hmm. that's just so important. Um, and it goes back to just your value systems and your philosophy, Kirby, at the right. end of the day, because you you really are taking a risk. Many people would say with this give first thing, because I've seen. Yeah. I've seen some people that they'll take everything you have to give and then they'll walk away. <laughs> yeah, but, go, but back to that point, right? Those folks are probably not aligned with me right. as an organization. So I want them to take all the stuff for free and then move on down the road right. because they're not going to be long term a great partner for our organization. So I, I think as long as you don't take that personally, mm-hmm. and those people exist, but they're mm-hmm. really the minority. They yes. really are, in my experience. Yes. You know, yeah. um, so as, as long as you can let those folks go, it, it's actually better for you in the long term. You've, you've learned something about them. Right. Right. But, you know, Kirby, now one of the things uh, some of my coaching clients, they will say to me, how do I how do I not take it personally? I share with them yeah. my perspectives. But what what are your thoughts on that? How do you not take that personally? Because a lot of this, it's their babies, <laughs> the mm-hmm. different things that they're doing. And then when someone either rejects them for the sale or they reject them and their philosophy, how do they deal with it? How do they coach it, couch it in a healthy way? 
Yeah, it's a, it's a great question. Yeah. Um, I, I'm not that good at it, really. Um, uh, <laughs> okay. <laughs> you know, but, but honestly, you know what it is? What I really, what I do, if I'm being totally honest, and mm-hmm. as you said earlier, authentic, Yes. I focus on the next one. Yeah. Because the, the next person becomes, the, or the next client, the next prospect, I throw all my energy into that. Mm. And I don't have any energy to give to the old thing. Yep. I don't have any energy to worry about. Now, I'm, don't get me wrong. I'll probably vent and, and, and you know, uh, suck my thumb and <laughs> <laughs> have a beer or whatever. Okay. All right. Moment. But then the next day, I'm like, okay. I, you know, hundred as you said, when you're up 5, 5 a.m. on the treadmill, mm-hmm. I'm focusing all my energy on the next project. That's and right. that's probably how I... That's the, re- that's the recommendation or the advice I would give. Yeah, that's good stuff. I, I love how you shared vent. Now, I don't know if you vent to Amy. I don't know, but <laughs> I know I talked to my bride, and she's yeah. not in the studio with us today, but she, she'll she be the first one to say, honey, it has nothing to do with you. I mean, there are right. life circumstances. There are different things pressing in. I mean, Meridia has been just a great co-captain with me and she's just she's great because some days man i'm like i need to go and work out and throw around some steel because i'm frustrated (laughs) yeah (laughs) absolutely absolutely Uh, you know i I actually just and again i just wrote a blog post about this and i said you know i think we all need a a specific support system in our life we need the person who is the, the listener right yes you need the person who's the encourager you need the person who is the um the uh, the positive person, and then you need the person who's the kick in the butter, right? Yes. Mm-hmm. And now, now sometimes that can all be one person, <laughs> right? Right. Uh, but uh, your your point, your your bride, you know, can be that listener for you. That's that's huge. Yeah, yeah. It's a it's a good thing. It's a good yeah. thing. So you know. So anyway, let me ask you this because we are we're really getting into some deep stuff here now, <laughs> along with uh, some of the things we're talking about. I want to talk to you about some of the mistakes because what mm-hmm. happens, you have business owners that I said at the top of the show, they, they want to get away from the traditional business plan. And some of that, the new uh, way of thinking says, well, we're just going to get rid of all this stuff and we're going to go lean and do all these different things. What are some of the mistakes that business owners make with their marketing specifically? Yeah, um, there, there's a couple things that come to the top of my top of my mind you know one of the ones that always blows me away <laughs> jason is business owners entrepreneurs they don't always take advantage of all the free stuff the mm. free marketing advertising uh, opportunities mm. whether it's press releases whether it's blogging whether it's social media whether it's the, the stuff where look the only thing it costs you is time and effort and I, I i hear it all the time i'm sure you do too i don't have time for that well if you don't have time for free <laughs> just go ahead and go out of business now you need yep. to spend a little bit more time and press releases you know they're, they're a shot in the dark but that's why you combine them with a block right yep. because you're going to get some value there and then if if you get a media organization even if it's a small one to uh to run it you know those can be really powerful um another one and this is another one i see all the time is they're not targeted Mm. Well, so, now what do you ahead. mean by targeted? Because for our listening audience, you know, you, you know we talk about marketed and marketing yeah. and all that. So what do you mean by targeted so people understand? Absolutely. So the, the challenge, I think, and, and again, you can probably understand this too. I, I certainly was the case when I first got into business. You open up your, you put up your shingle, right? You put up your sign and you're like, 
and the first salesman comes in, and it's yeah, that's for a newspaper. And the next person comes in, and they're selling billboards. And the next person is a promo guy. And the next person, and they're all telling you that they reach all these people. And so you you throw a bunch of stuff at the wall, and at some point you're like, okay, something worked. I don't know what, <laughs> because I tried all these things at the same time. And so um, by targeted, I guess I just mean without getting too you know, MBA-ish, mm-hmm. really it's a matter of picturing your perfect customer mm. and uh, figuring out, okay, where is the best place for me to spend my money without wasting a single solitary dime to reach that one person and then all of their friends? Mm-hmm. And really, it's as simple as that. I think so many times we throw a bunch of stuff up against the wall, and then we never are sure where to invest That's the rest. Right. Of, you know, the next time, so the next month, do you do a newspaper again? Do you do the internet? Do you, do, you don't know because you're not sure which one worked. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? It makes a lot of sense. So, yeah, would you so, would you advocate? And we have to take a break here in a second. But would you advocate that along with targeting and being very intentional we need to do our due diligence with research so we understand what was effective absolutely and yeah. i think there's there's some ways to even measure it right mm-hmm. um and you know by offering doing special offers through a radio that's different than the advertising that you did on billboards right so that when they come in and ask for that specific thing then you have some level of measurement of what is working and what is driving people into your door to your website. I think that's really important. Yeah. So do you find there's value in split testing then trying to figure out exactly? Okay. So that's, and we'll talk about a little bit of that when we segue back in. I mean, we're really rolling here, Kirby. We're going to be out of time (laughs) here soon, but let's take a quick break, everybody. We are talking to Kirby Hasselman and he is the president and CEO of Hasselman Marketing. And we are just really enjoying this. This is good stuff. Stay tuned, everybody. We'll be right back. Back everybody, it's Dr. Jason Carthen, and we have been talking about how marketing creates an effective roadmap for your success. And Kirby is really—I uh, don't know—he's tapped into some things today related to the idea of providing value, but also being a staunch proponent of his own philosophy for impact. And that's something that. I just don't want people to kind of gloss over and to realize, I mean, he's stepping out and he's doing things a little differently than other people. And Kirby, in that same vein, if people want to connect with you or if you want, uh, I don't know, just for them to have a connection via social media, but also personally, I'm not advocating, (laughs) you know, that people all call you at the same time. But, (laughs) you know, we go out to close to 200,000 people. So I'd love for them to maybe reach out to you and interact with you. How would they get in contact with you? Uh, Thank you. Uh, You know, I'm on Twitter, as you know, I'm I'm at Kirby Hossaman. Um, You can find me there. Our website is HossamanMarketing.com. So it's uh, H-A-S-S-E-M-A-N marketing.com and that's a great place to find us and there's ways to email me call me the whole nine yards right through there so that those are two good ways perfect excellent and kirby we had a question come in uh what type of marketing 
should nonprofits focus on besides the free social media ones? And that's that's mm. a good question because <laughs> that's two totally different animals, for-profit, nonprofit. Yeah, it's great. I actually I'm glad they asked. So it's it's interesting actually based on our based on our conversation that we've had so far. So I actually think and, and I don't want nonprofits to be mad at me, but nonprofits are actually sometimes the worst about social media and ask, 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 ask. Yes. Right? Yep. Because they are so passionate about their whatever their cause is that they assume that their the audience is as well. And so they, the first thing I would say to them is they need to work on providing value. Mm. Um, the other piece I would say, video is really powerful for a nonprofit. Yes. Um, the cost of doing video has come way down. As a matter of fact, you can even do good video yourself. Um, and video for nonprofits, we found, has been a, an, a phenomenal way to, mm-hmm. for, for nonprofits to tell their story. And then the final thing I'd say is using uh, promotional products is some really cool campaigns I've seen not only promote, you can promote with the promo product, but you can actually build a campaign where people are willing to donate more because of a tangible product. Oh, if you get to the $50 level, you can get a a custom T-shirt. Or you can build campaigns where they purchase the product, and that helps raise funds as well. So those are just a couple quick no, that is good, Kirby. And yeah, we definitely need to uh, get some time together because you, yeah, some of the things you're talking about really make a lot of sense. And and it doesn't have to be high minded stuff. You know, no, the yeah. idea of you give at a certain level, then, hey, this is what you'll get. And it's not always just give, give, give. So now in that in that same vein, you wrote a book, Delivering Marketing Joy, that was predicated on helping people do promotional products better. What are three yeah. tips for entrepreneurs entrepreneurs to improve their promotional products? Yeah, thanks. Mm-hmm. So it's three quick, and this will just be real tactical, okay? Okay. So three, three quick things. You know, the one thing is, you know, you want to combine. Combine the power of social media and promotional products. I think it's funny that, you know, promotional products is actually one of the oldest advertising mediums, and social media is sort of one of the newest. And I think both are discounted, which I think is funny. Um, but if you can combine the power of the two, you can really supercharge uh, any promotion. So and what I mean by that is you might you know, have a really custom cool T-shirt and you run a contest on Facebook or Twitter in order to increase engagement through Facebook and Twitter. And if they do, they like and comment and share and do you know, whatever human behavior you want them to do, promotional mm-hmm. products are great at that. And so then you do a door prize or you do, you know, you raffle them off. And then, you know, an example I, I used with a car dealer is we did that with a really, really awesome, not, not a crummy, but a really, really awesome travel mug. And then we said, look, we did the, the promotion to increase engagement. Then we said, okay, the first 10 people that go to the three different dealerships and test drive a car, get one of these. Well, mm. they had 30 people test drive cars on a Friday. Guess mm. what happened? Oh, somebody <laughs> made a purchase, right? Yeah, there's <laughs> four people out of those 30 that purchased that car. Well, for you know, an average car these days, I'm guessing, is around that $30,000 mark. That's so right. four of those seems like $120,000 to me, and they spent $500 on the campaign. 
Wow. Those are the kind of things that you can really jump up and supercharge. Mm-hmm. Um, another tip stuff. I would say is adding promo to direct mail. And essentially it makes it bumpy. And when you get a piece, you know how it is right now, you, you open your mail over the trash can. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right? That's right. Yeah. Bill, true. you know, this, whatever. And if you get one that's differently shaped, it ha- it's bumpy, there's something inside, it's going to get opened. That's right. And if you're if the if the guts of the mailer actually is good, getting it opened is huge. Yeah. As a matter of fact, studies say that by doing that, you're going to increase your open rate up to seventy five percent. That's huge. That is a lot. Are you serious? Seventy five percent. Oh yeah. my goodness. That's, okay. I mean, that's un- You know, in, as you know, if you've done direct mail, mm-hmm. you know, if you're at five or ten percent, you're feeling pretty good. Yeah. You absolutely. Yeah. Am so, I? Go ahead. Go ahead. No. Yeah. So so increasing it. By getting it open is just really, really powerful. And then finally, to the point of what we discussed earlier, you can actually use promo to test your other media, mm-hmm. right? So mm-hmm. if you run a campaign where you're giving away a travel mug and you advertise that in the newspaper, and I'm just picking newspaper, and then you do a T-shirt on radio and you drive people to your website or your store, whatever it is, and 100 people ask for the T-shirt and nobody asks for the travel mug, well, now you, you know something. <laughs> right? That's right, absolutely. So, so those are a couple of three three quick tips I'd say for small business owners to to look at to increase the effectiveness of their marketing. Excellent, Kirby. And those are things that individuals can use immediately. Love the nuggets that you're sharing. So now let me ask you this, and we have roughly about five minutes. You use the mm-hmm. term appreciation mm-hmm. marketing. Now, mm-hmm. what does that mean? And why is it important? How can we leverage that? Yeah, I'm so glad you, you asked me this. Um, I love the term appreciation marketing. Here's a little stat for you that will both interest you and hope and maybe scare you. Okay. <laughs> 69% of customers that leave you, studies say, leave you because of perceived indifference. So mm. in other words, they leave you because they don't think you care. Wow. But that is scary. And so... When I say appreciation marketing, I say you spend a great deal of time letting your customers know you care, saying thank you. I, I, you know, the, so that can be done through a bunch of different ways, whether it's a quarterly program where you just reach out to your top 20%, right? Mm-hmm. A, lot of your, a lot of companies say that, that 80% of their sales come from 20% of their customers, right? Right. Well, just create a program where you just try and let them know. <laughs> that you appreciate their business because you don't want to lose that that 20%. Mm-hmm. Um, the, the analogy I always say is the first two things that our parents teach us is to say please and thank you, right? That's right. Well, as parents, you get tired of hearing please. <laughs> <laughs> but you never get tired of hearing thank you. And so appreciation marketing, whether it's through cards, whether it's through promo, whether it's through handwritten notes, there is you, you can't go wrong by letting people know how much they mean to you. Yeah, that is good stuff. Yeah. And it, it also goes back to the whole ask, too. I mean, yeah. if, you, if you're if you at a place where you're not even, uh, if you're not asking, people may get indifferent with that, too. They're yeah. saying, okay, yeah, what's what's going on? So yeah. now let me ask you this. We got a couple minutes left here. If, mm-hmm. you know, if, if you had some, I don't know, some book recommendations or something where people could maybe just sit down and spend some time getting immersed in this whole marketing thing. What are three business books that you've read this year that maybe, you know, we could share with people? 
Yeah, I'm a, I'm a big reader, and my goal this year was to read 50 books. I'm at, I'm at 41, I think. Nice. So I've read a, yeah, I've read a lot <laughs> this year. It's been, I'm, I'm a big goal guy, and so I wrote down I want to do 50 books. Um, the three that probably have had the biggest impact on my business, um, number one is called Profit First, and it sounds like it's uh, a greedy book. It's not. It is just a sort of a really cool way for entrepreneurs to look at accounting. Doesn't sound interesting, but it is, I swear. Okay. Uh, <laughs> I didn't write it. <laughs> um, the uh, pumpkin plant, that's one that might be right up the uh, alley of entrepreneurs looking for a niche. That is about creating an awesome niche, a powerful niche that you can build your business around. And then the automatic customer. Um, that's one that I read that's all about creating a subscription base to your business, no matter what your business is. Oh, Just nice. Thinking. Yeah, really interesting stuff. Very good. Well, hey, everybody, you hear that music in the background, Kirby. <laughs> I just want to say to you, brother, it has been so nice to have you on the show. You've blessed me <laughs> by being oh, on the show. and uh, So fun. I know we have an engagement coming up soon together, so I'm yeah. looking forward to that. Uh, and again, everybody, make sure you reach out to Kirby. He is doing some amazing things. I want to thank everybody for actually, you know, tuning in today. Our goal is to provide value to you, and hopefully we've done that today. Just want to say thank you for tuning in. I appreciate you. Everybody take care. Make sure you live every day on purpose. You've been listening to Discover the Leader in You with the leadership linebacker, Dr. Jason Carthen. We want to hear from you. Connect with us now. Visit our blog and visit our website at jasoncarthen.com. Like us on Facebook at facebook.com slash Enterprises. Follow us on Twitter at Jason Carthen. Let's keep the conversation going. And if you want to listen to the podcast, go to jasoncarthenradio.com. Be sure to join us every Sunday at 2 p.m. on AM 1420, The Answer, to discover the leader in you. If you would like to be a sponsor for Discover the Leader in You, call Scott Souza at 1-440-552-2995. That's 1-440-552-2995.